0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica.
1: It's official. We're in the age of the sports alien. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark,
0: get set, go. You are listening to Ken Lavica live. What?
2: Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up
0: now. Live from the jar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN
1: 106.3. I hate to be critical of our great nation, the United States of America. I bleed red, white, and blue. Patriotic... I love this shining land coast to coast, but Jeanette, I've got to be honest, we've been one-upped by Mexico, and I will not stand for it. Oh, wow, okay. I'm extremely, extremely bothered by this. I don't know if you caught yesterday, Uh, Mexico had their UFO hearings. The government got together, and, and Jeanette, do you know the capital of the great nation of Mexico? Mexico City. That is correct. Well done. They all came together in Mexico City. Stone, did you know that, by the way? Uh, No, of course not. He's Uh at the door he's okay I'm good well are we already are we already having technical problems
3: no he needed to get headphones you know it's the daily <laughs> it's the daily what stone versus doing? headphone conversation oh my God. and now the headphone string is cord is caught on the door uh, and he had trouble closing the door but I highly doubt stone did you know the cap do you know the capital of
2: Mexico
1: yeah Mexico City all right all right good that was a that was at least a, a good payoff and for, and, uh, and
2: I use the most expensive headphones in here and they just uh, get stolen every single day
1: and yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sick and tired of, of it well we have a bunch of thugs and delinquents Uh, who work at ESPN West Palm. So they all got together in Mexico City, and uh, they had a a hearing about the existence of UFOs. You recall, Jeanette, that it was about six weeks ago when we had something similar uh, in Washington, D.C. A House committee got together to to hear from a, a crazy man, Talk about UFOs, talk about aliens, talk about the existence of. And this person, this wild person that came in to to give his side of things, to unveil the truth of UFOs and the United States of America, he basically said, the proof is I've seen it, and my wife has seen all of these things as well. And that sent the news cycle into a complete tizzy. My God, UFOs, this man says they exist, and his wife saw them What has the government been hiding? You recall all of this, right? Of course. Um, So... That was cool, and we talked about it on the show, and uh, a lot of people said, wow, the United States owning up to the fact that there are UFOs. Now, never mind the fact that uh, that guy has a history of wild claims and being a conspiracy theorist. We took him at his ward because I think, Jeanette, we want to believe that there is life elsewhere in this universe. I know I do. Do you feel the same way?
3: Uh, I take care. I'm, like, in the middle. Like, it's cool if they're out there nice. Don't so it doesn't us. it doesn't make
1: a difference to you one way or another? No. Um, for me, I kind of, and the guy's name was Bob Lazar, by the way. Good old Bob. I like the thought of aliens being out there. Stone, are you pro-alien? Are you pro-UFO? Hey, there's, there's someone else out there. At least the knowledge that we're not isolated. The only developed intelligent life in the universe.
2: Definitely a believer. Not just aliens, but Megalodon, Bigfoot. I- I'm all the above. The Kraken. Yeah, I I mean everything.
3: The Loch Ness monster. I think
2: Loch Ness is an actual thing. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. a believer in in everything.
3: Mermaids, the The one that killed the sailors. uh,
2: There's plenty of mermaid
1: videos out there that have me spooked. Uh, By the way, the Kraken had a good year this year. Uh, So, so what they did yesterday in Mexico is not only did they reveal their evidence in the existence of UFOs, they brought whole ass alien corpses to Mexico City. Now, I'll do my best to describe these things. There were two of them, two of them, and apparently carbon dating uh, has them aged several thousand years. They have been fossilized, and according to what I was reading, because I spent an inordinate amount of time uh, researching this, they have been found in Peruvian mines. Somehow, the Mexican government got a hold of these alien corpses and they brought them in these wooden caskets to Mexico City yesterday for this committee, this government committee, to see. They opened the lids and there they are. These creatures, about two and a half feet tall, big heads, round eyes. Now, the doubters will say, Jeanette, well, these aliens sort of look like Hollywood's depiction of aliens, and so that is cast doubt. I got to say, that also had me thinking a little bit, why do these aliens look like what Hollywood uh, determined these aliens to look like? Uh, it, it it didn't make me feel good, Jeanette, as someone who wants to believe in aliens.
3: You know, maybe Hollywood is right. They could be. Maybe Hollywood knew all along and had could all be. these secrets, and they're the ones who drew up the plan. A
1: little too
2: close to E.T. for me.
1: Yeah, they are very E.T.-ish. Now, they actually, that's... Really well said, because they don't good. necessarily look like the green, huge eyed aliens that we see in cartoons and things along those lines. If you look at a photo and if you're driving right now, don't do this or you can pull over. If you're at your cubicle right now, go ahead and do so. If you're at a stoplight, go ahead and do so. Just Google. And I know this works because I did it. Mexican aliens <laughs> now uh <laughs> in a in a different time of year or time of news cycle it probably those are probably entirely different stories about build that wall right but now i promise you you're gonna see a photo immediately of i mean stone that's really well put an et looking alien now it doesn't have the big thick ass like et had and by the way what man, cat E.T. did E.T. you was just say et was thick um
3: that is what
1: it, just I have never
3: looked at E.T. Look
1: look, lower g- half. Google Google image E.T. and tell me he doesn't have some junk in the trunk. Okay? So so this does look like E.T. though. It's the stone. It's the elongated head. It is. It looks like a pair of binoculars, right? And so these do look very E.T.-ish, but they're about two and a half feet tall. They were diagrams of their bone structure and uh, the entire thing. I I gotta say, I kinda I kinda love the fact that they brought out corpses. Now I don't know if they're real. They they swear they're real, they've carbon dated them, they found them in Peruvian mines. Uh but Mexico one up to us. Like we had some crazy guy named Bob Lazar say him and his wife saw alien technology. The Mexicans brought out Actual corpses. I mean, Stone, let's be honest. Mexico killed us at our own game.
2: I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, they brought out actual stone cold evidence.
1: Yeah. On yeah, yeah. Right. Or at least is making us believe. Like it it was if those are fake corpses, then they did a really good job though of putting those things together. Have you looked up, Jeanette, whether E.T. is thick or not?
3: I'm trying I've Googled it twice because you're such a freak human. It's <laughs> I just said E. T. the movie. And I, I Google image him, and there's just this front side, you know, the iconic scene okay. of being with the blanket in the basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I I went to E.T. the movie Body, uh-huh. and it's all front because I assume nobody else is Googling E.T. is thick.
1: <laughs> did, I mean, Stone, did I, did I say something out of place? I definitely don't think you he did. He's got wide hips. I don't know <laughs> if he's got any cake, but... <laughs> He does have wide hips, exactly. Well, just
3: because you have wide hips doesn't mean, and I'm going, oh, wh- wh- I'm, I'm done. This is taking me down. Why am I seeing Fiona from Shrek?
1: Like, somebody, somebody here, I'm going to send you, Jeanette, I'm going to send you an actual full-body photo of E.T. From, uh, from
3: behind, though, because, again, you're the only stick freak here who is actually <laughs> looking at E.T. from behind.
1: Well, I, I guess I am, again, Stone with another good observation. I may be just going by hip structure yeah. and just assuming that he's that he's got some cake, as, uh, as Stone put it. Yeah, hip, uh, big hip stone equate to <laughs> cake. Uh, does E.T. have cake? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. But it got me thinking about aliens, aliens, freaks. Uh, stone, uh, you've heard me do my Tony Romo impression before, right? I mean, it's second to none. Yeah, so here's, uh, here's my impression of Tony Romo calling a Buffalo Bills game. What a throw by Josh Allen! What a throw! What an alien! What an alien! What an alien! And there is my impression of Tony Romo calling a Buffalo Bills game. In that playoff game last year between the Dolphins and the Bills, Tony Romo dropped alien on Josh Allen roughly about 346 times. It never ceased. It never ended. It's not just him, though. It's it's not just him. Uh, I, I mean, this is uh, Stone. Do we have? Do we have? Because multiple people have taken credit. For for calling Josh Allen an alien, do we um do we have the the clip though? Of uh, let me just double check here. Yes, uh, we might not. Well we do do we have the clip? He said yes. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure uh, who we're, we're listening to here. Let's uh, let's go ahead and and hear another reference of Josh Allen as an alien.
0: 400 passing yards almost in one half. I, I was over here telling my son we were both watching the game. I'm like, I'm like, son, Josh Allen's an alien, and then Tony Romo must have been reading my tweets because he said that as well. That Josh Allen is an alien, and I'm like, Burton, he's gonna throw for 800 yards in a game, like. It was a clinic, and then with the with the conditions, the the wind blowing, and and you can say that the Pittsburgh Steelers weren't that great of a team. They were, they are an NFL team, and allowed somebody to throw the ball for almost 400 yards in a half. It was an unbelievable performance.
1: And that was Michael Robinson on CBS after Josh Allen went off against the Steelers last season and had 400 all-purpose yards at halftime. Uh, Josh Allen, yeah alien except Jeanette I would say that we cease the alien talk after what we saw on Monday night against the Jets at least for this week that you can't you can't come off of a performance like that and still call Josh Allen in good conscience an alien facts so I do think though there is a good discussion to be had about aliens in sports it's starting to creep into the lexicon a little more and I think we need to define it the day after Mexico. Mexico made us look so bad. Their own UFO government reveal. We had Bob Lazar and his crazy wild uh, observances. No proof, just observances that he said, ah, this is real because me and my wife saw it. We saw alien craft. Mexico said, ah, that was lame. Here's some bodies. (laughs) On the day after that happened, I, I, I think that we should talk about aliens in sports. Now, again, we have to define it. Um, so I think it's easy to say, oh, out of this world, uh, not human uh, abilities and uh, the uh, the uh, ability to continue to perform despite age. I think all of these play into a good definition of an alien, no? Absolutely. Physical capabilities, leaping hands, and I want to talk about across all sports. This doesn't have to be relegated to football. I think we can go across the board here. But first and foremost, when you talk alien, I think that the man who tore up the L.A. Chargers on Sunday—he immediately comes to mind. Uh, Stone, can I hear a little Tyreek Hill, please? A little Tyreek Hill.
0: To the ball,
1: Rick is, you can call him a freak. You can call him a monster. He is an alien. And he has all of the traits of being an alien. He is not the tallest receiver by any stretch. I think, Stone, that we fall in love with these receivers that are going to go out, they're going to win jump balls, they're big, they're broad. Those are the ones that go uh, top five in the draft, right? The big, tall, strong, wide receiver.
2: Yeah, we're still following that that prototypical criteria. We're still in love with it. Like you said, I agree 100%.
1: Tyreek Hill, though, he's all a (laughs) 5'10". All of it. He's he's 5'10". Really? That's it. He's 5'10". And so he doesn't he doesn't fit that that typical number one receiver mold because he's more built like a slot receiver. But he can be a one. He can be a slot receiver. He also, this dude is built. He is a truck. For 5'10, he is broad and he will bully you. And the point was made by Trent Green, and I thought accurately so on Sunday, Tyree Kill in college played running back so he's not afraid of contact he's not going to shy away from it he's more prone to be able to put his shoulder into you and knock you flat on your ass as a 5'10" wide receiver and oh yeah at age 29 he's still running four 340s think about that like Jeanette 29 like me I'm 39 now I look back I'm like oh the old halcyon days of me being 29 years old but at 29, you're not supposed to be able to run 4'3", 40s anymore. It's not supposed to be possible. Your body is supposed to be wearing down. Olympic sprinters, the 100-meter dash uh, champions, they at 29 are not running what they were able to run at 23 or 24. It's just not humanly possible, yet Tyree Kill is doing it. Tyree Kill is an absolute alien, and to me, I think is the biggest alien going right now in sports. Is, is Tyreek Hill a good nominee for the biggest alien in sports? Yeah, I would say yes. Um, by the way, Stone, those aliens that Mexico unveiled... Kinda look like Tyreek kill a little bit. Yeah, boom. Mm-hmm. short of stature, mm-hmm. uh, a little I mean, bulky. Yeah, eh,
2: it's
3: he's little, got a smaller head. Ken, di- are you on drugs today? L-
2: little disrespectful, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I'm, what? Just saying, I'm not even uh, gonna uh, agree with you. I don't uh, see it actually. A lot there I, in a tiny I, I, package. What?
3: First, you and these aliens. First, aliens are thick like ET. They get them going. And now you're saying the aliens, these Mexican aliens, look like Tyreek kill. Are you
1: on drugs? I'm just saying, like, he he does extraordinary things with a smaller build. And those aliens are, are compact. Um, they have an impressive physical structure. Uh, and, uh, I mean, that's where the similarities end. I don't know what, 40 <laughs> they were running thousands of years They're ago. They're floating. Uh, yeah they they might be floating um uh, but but again they had to have some endurance if they're found in Peruvian mines allegedly I mean those dudes were digging those dudes uh had uh, had good good physical makeup that's all I'm saying I'm not on drugs I think I'm making good salient alien points I in mean,
2: fact. You're, you're definitely not making any salient points whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> but, and, you're but like you're you're batting 0 and 5. You know, yeah, I'm 0 for 5 right I, now. And I definitely hate how Mexican aliens sound. They're just aliens, but they freak me out. And I don't know if you shrink when, well, when you, Peruvian, when they you, actually when you die. I'm pretty sure you do. Your bones can shrink. But these things were like 2 feet tall. Not even two feet tall. It's Like, really uncomfortable to look so, at. I didn't know if they walked around like that when, when they were alive. I had no idea.
3: I don't know if this is out of line, but, like, happy early Hispanic Heritage Month, by the way, because I'm not on tomorrow. So
1: there you go. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you know, this and also to you.
3: Peruvian uh, aliens showcased in Me- Mexican Congress, man. We're we running it.
1: I got to say, I mean, if Mexico did get these Peruvian aliens, though, I, I, I call them Mexican aliens because I didn't see Peru. At a, I didn't see Peru at a, a government uh, committee hearing mm. unveiling these these bodies. Like, Mexico had the guts to do it. I, I think they get credit for this entire thing. All right. Well, I guess erase everything I said about <laughs> these Mexican aliens uh, <laughs> reminding me of Tyreek Hill. No,
3: no, no. I have a whole list here. Uh, E.T. is thick.
1: Thick. Uh-huh.
3: And uh, these uh, Peruvian aliens showcased in Mexico are Tyreek Hill.
1: Oh uh, boy! All right. So uh, I I do want to ask though, who is the biggest alien in sports right now? Who is the biggest alien in sports? Because Tony Romo would say Josh Allen, rah, alien. Uh, he would say that immediately. But who is the biggest alien in sports? Someone who's who's uh, makes you your draw job. You, you 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 aren't quite sure that that's an actual human you're looking at. What Tyree Kill is able to do with a five ten frame near in thirty. Like that, that right now is on an absolute nother level. Who is the biggest alien in sports? And, I mean, Google it. it was ET Thick. 888 760 888-760-3776. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 760 3776 You can get at us on social media at KLV 106.3, at KLV 106.3, 888 But social media is where Stacy has reached out to me. It's a really great question, the one about alien athletes, not as E.T. thick. Uh, not sure there is one. Ronald Acuna, because Shohei Otani can't pitch right now, Acuna is a good one. Acuna, the way he's swinging that bat, what he does in the field. And by the way, the Braves already, uh, the division winners, uh, they clinch a playoff spot uh, last night. Uh, Acuna is a good one. I love watching Acuna play. That dude turns on a hanging ball or a fastball right now better than anybody in baseball. He is a, a total five-tool guy. Yeah. I like the Acuna one, and I like the fact that we've been able to span already outside of football. Uh, who's 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 your biggest alien, uh, Jeanette, since you've already demonstrably told Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast you disagree with me on E.T. being thick?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take the opposite way here. Uh, I'm still laughing about... The New York Giants 40 to 0 loss to the Dallas Cowboys. So, my alien is going to be uh, Daniel Jones. Oh, <laughs> you are <laughs> a freaking alien because you don't understand the game of football. What oh, just happened man. on week one of the NFL during this offseason? Uh. 15 of 28 passes for 143 yards, two interceptions. Shut out by the Cowboys. And now, of course, we all have to deal with annoying Cowboys fans.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Stone, who is more who is more mobile, Daniel Jones or the Mexican aliens we saw yesterday? It's Daniel who Jones. Who is more mobile?
2: Daniel Jones is very mobile. Oh, okay. d- d-
1: don't get it twisted. He got he. Okay. He, I mean, he,
2: he didn't have his way. Obviously, he got shut out and everything. But Daniel Jones looked good on the ground. I, I think he hit his <laughs> rushing prop, and he's fast.
1: <laughs> I actually okay. All right. Well, here here, at the conclusion of of the Giants Cowboys game on Sunday night. I just imagine Daniel Jones laying in the Giants locker room, bumps and bruises, battered, bloodied, laying on the floor in the locker room, can't move muscles in intense pain, and him laying there in the same manner the aliens were laying in that casket. <laughs> <game yesterday. laughs> that I can get behind. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yes. so that is my nomination for who the alien is, not for good reasons. Not
1: uh, for good reasons. Is 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 ET thick. I mean, again, I'm going to stand by it. I'm actually, I'm actually at home right now doing the show. I'm going to ask my wife at the break uh, if E.T. is thick, uh, and we'll see what her reaction is. Should be good. I hope she's just as disgusted as I am. Just um, an
3: idea. And by the way, if you're actually Googling this, you have to Google specifically E.T. the movie picture from behind. That's what you have to Google,
1: because that's okay. the only
3: way I saw the backside of E.T. <laughs>
1: So you did, though. You did finally find uh, his I his
3: did, cage. but it was those specific keywords because <laughs> it's right. E.T. Repeat the movie, those. you get the basket. E.T. the body, you get the front. Bo- i E.T. the movie I'm from I'm behind. I'm looking
1: forward to, I imagine out in California at Google headquarters, they're able to track all searches. Um, throughout the world and anytime there is a a google search like there's a big board of a a map of the world and it kind of lights up like oh uh here's a search on avocados here's a search on vladimir putin and like different lights light up i can't wait for them to be in california right now looking at at one specific part of florida and the search like 25 30 people is E.T., the movie, Body from Behind. Yep, there you go. And they're like, what the hell is happening? They're
3: tapping on Steven Spielberg, like, in hey, po- yeah. hey,
1: what's going on over here? Hey, Steven, <laughs> Steven what's happening right now? Do we need uh, to remake it? Uh, Larry in Boyden, I'm sorry to bring you into this mess, but you called, so deal with it. He's on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Larry? <laughs> Hi, how are you folks doing? Good. Uh, so far as the, the alien, uh, I would have Shohei Otani. Okay, I,
0: yeah. I believe he, he, him. Uh, yes, et steak looks like a mini fridge with feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is perfect.
1: A uh, mini fridge, a mini fridge with feet. And the you know other thing later. you want to check out if you're
2: talking about thickness. Is Mrs. Met is the big thing on the internet. Whoever's <laughs> oh, the yes, woman that plays the Mrs. Met. Larry, really you're thick. exactly
1: right. Mrs. Met absolutely has thickness. I appreciate the call, and damn it if that wasn't the best way to start us off on the phones today.
3: I agree. Mrs. Met, she got it going on. I don't she built right.
1: You know body who goals. Else? You know who else is thick? Who? The Philly fanatic.
3: Well, you have the weirdest scale <laughs> of thickness. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with another female type mascot right. or no, whatever, to... or, or maybe a mascot after a, a real human, you yeah. know? Yeah. But you went with Philly the Fanatic, Who's a Anna... bird, or well, a parrot, no. or whatever the Philly, heck he
1: is? No, the, the Philly Fanatic is just amorphic. We, we don't know what the Fanatic is. It's like a blob of fur. So
3: why are you calling something that we don't know thick? I, I, well, hey,
1: thick is thick, man. Yeah, I,
2: I don't think you want to discriminate. I mean, the Fanatic is
1: thick as <laughs> Good, it gets. Yeah. Thick as it gets, absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking at him right now, uh, Ken,
3: but I'm just like, it's so obscure. Like, at least Miss Met has, like, a built human body, you I, know? I, what the heck is Philly Stone, Fanatic?
1: Stone, I'm open-minded. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Yeah, I don't discriminate. If I had to I choose between Philly know. Fanatic and E.T., I'm going Philly Fanatic. <laughs> like, if the world's ending and it's the only way we get this uh, thing going, I'm going Fanatic. And,
1: and Philly Fanatic's softer <laughs> to the touch. <laughs> oh no doubt. No, no doubt I cannot wait can't feel his way. ribs um uh, do you think right now that that FAU head coach proud Tom Herman has any idea what we're talking about about it, an hour and 15 minutes before he joins us on this show I hope he never finds so, out I
3: have a question for you yeah gritty he's thick right
1: yes it's not even a question, man.
3: Oh, so it would be Philly Fanatic versus Gritty. Which one would you guys go after if the world ending, and this is the only way we can...
2: Uh,
1: Fanatic has my heart. Yeah, and Gritty comes off... Uh, and here's the thing, and this might drive uh, Philly's fans crazy, but we're talking same city. Gritty, more unhinged than the Philly Fanatic. I think Gritty's a better mascot than the Philly Fanatic because <laughs> he's reckless. You never know what you're going to get. And at one point, he, uh, I mean, he, he struck a child. <laughs> Loki sounds like a good time I mean I gotta say (laughs) even kids don't mess with Gritty because Gritty has a history of I'm striking children. Uh, who is the biggest alien in sports right now? 888-760-3776. 760 3776 On social media, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. The biggest alien in sports right now is E.T. Thick. Larry and Boynton says, like a mini-fridge with legs. Uh, it's pretty accurate. Uh, Philly Fanatic, Mrs. Met. So... And what we're doing, we're not objectifying. We're just making observations. That's all we're doing. Right, Stone? I mean, that's it. That's it.
2: I don't think we've crossed over any boundaries that we're not allowed to try. I think we're fine.
1: We're just having some good old-fashioned fun time radio, right? Uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit Baptist health.net slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho who's the biggest alien in sports right now i say tyreek hill he is an absolute freak and one more time my tony Romo impression uh calling a bills game what a throw from josh allen look at the run what a freak he's, he's such an alien what an alien he's an alien and uh, then jeanette jeanette says daniel jones he is the biggest alien in sports right now because post-game Sunday night, him laying motionless uh, closely resembled those Mexican alien corpses that were unveiled yesterday. Who's the biggest alien in sports? 888-760-3776. 760 3776 Stone weighs in. Stone also has a quarterback decision uh, to make today. Stone also had a precarious morning, and Jeanette survived a trip to Vegas. We have a ton to do, including... Tom Herman, FAU head coach later in the show. Good God, we're packed for a Thursday. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominique Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
0: From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3.
1: Could you uh, could you give me our uh, our breaking news lead-in, please?
0: Breaking news on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Breaking news out of Boston:
1: the Red Sox have announced the departure of their chief baseball officer, Shame Bloom. They have parted ways with Bloom and the Red Sox season, and they're not officially eliminated yet, but it has not been particularly good. So Red Sox fans, there is a change in the front office with that baseball club. All right, that's all I wanted. All right, uh, let me let me reset what we're doing because Jeanette, I think it's safe to say this has gotten a little bit dicey, a little bit off the rails. Uh, I I went in because again I'm doing the show from home today. I've got some stuff going on outside of professional life, and then uh, my wife and I are going to see the Canes and Bethune Cookman tonight. So it was easier for me to stay at the Levica household and and do the show, um, uh, but but. It, it is safe to say that things have gone off the rails. I, I went to my wife, Vivian, during the break, as I said I would, and I asked her, is E.T. thick? Uh, she took her hands in a circular motion around her hips and tried to remember back to the movie and said, yeah, I think so. So we have another confirmation. Yes, E.T. is thick, and as Larry and Boynton put it, like a mini-fridge with legs.
3: Yeah, and one of my friends, Stephen in West Palm, he chimed in, he texted me, he goes, dude, E.T. has an ass like Hank Hill.
1: (laughs) Hank Hill, King of the Hill. Famously, NoAss did an entire episode of King of the Hill uh, (laughs) about his lack of ass. Uh, So... So, all of this, though, stemmed from a conversation about <laughs> the biggest alien in sports. Uh, and all that stemmed from me looking on in awe yesterday as the Mexican government was shown corpses Mexican alien corpses, like actual corpses, like out of this world, other planet corpses that are dated several thousand years of age, apparently, found in a Peruvian mine. Now, someone, uh, Nick, Nick uh, messaged me. That I mean, these are paper mache. They've got to just be paper mache. Now looking at that, I mean, st- you you guys have seen the alien corpses yesterday. That's a pretty good paper mache job. They almost look like statues. I don't know how you get paper mache to look like that. It looks like
2: pottery. I, I, pottery, paper mache. I think they're one and the same. I, they don't look real. They're definitely
1: not the same. Pottery and paper mache are definitely
3: they are not, not the same. same. I was just going to say, my aunt from the Dominican Republic. If, she's if queen you of that stuff.
2: if you layer like like eight layers of paper mache, like you can turn it into pottery or a, a, a vase or something. Come on.
3: No, uh, what no, are you, you, talking cannot, about? you cannot. You cannot. do actually. I thought I was going to have to agree with you because if you were to do the pottery part and then top it off with the paper mache to make it have that texture, then yes. That's what but I'm getting at. you do at. not put just paper mache together and expect a vase.
2: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. They're like one and the same. Like, you can cover it up with this. You can use it with this. There you go together. It's paper mache and pottery. Come I, on. I,
1: I, stone, right, so. without,
3: without Stone's analysis, yes. Yeah. You can, but you can make something out of the pottery and then layer it. With the paper mache on top to give it the texture. Easy.
1: I, I do remember in uh, in grade school doing paper mache stuff in art class, and I hated it because I hate the, how gooey and thick and cold all I the liquid it. is. It's so gross. Uh, Todd says, Victor Wembenyama is the biggest alien in sports. Well, he's probably the closest to looking like an alien, yes. Uh, do we know for sure that he's going to be an alien, a freak of nature, once he hits NBA competition? I don't know. I would argue that uh, uh, in the NBA, I think LeBron, just his ability, what he's able to do still and do it at the age he's doing, he's still the biggest example of a uh, of a basketball alien. No.
3: I, w- I w- no, I would go with the Joker. I would go uh, that's a good call. He's built like ET. That's He's what actually I'm saying. built like E.T. How yeah. are you putting up a number, winning championships, and MVPs looking like that? He is my alien in the NBA. E-
2: E.T.'s the mini fridge with legs. Joker is the, the full size fridge with legs. legs. The yeah. tank
3: with the freezer
1: on the bottom and the open, like the double open doors. Yeah. Yeah. He's the kegerator with legs.
0: <laughs>
1: Very good. well said. Uh-huh. Uh That's actually perfect. Forget this definition of, oh my God, out of this world, talents we've never seen in the human race. Jeanette's literally going for the person with the physical features of E.T. who's still able to perform sports at a high level. Yes, you're right. Uh, Jokic is without question the biggest alien in basketball because he is built like... E.T. And yes, he's a keggerator with legs. Uh, Stone, who's the biggest alien in sports? You can take Jeanette's definition of alien. You can take my definition. It doesn't matter.
2: Now, this one was tough. I, I definitely don't want to follow either of your guys' criteria <laughs> for, for, for this, but you have your LeBron James, you have your Shohei, but I'm going with the guy that I think is going to finish right behind Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson in receiving yards, and that's Calvin Ridley. I think he's just scratching the surface. He hasn't played a game in 686 days. The first game he's back, he scores. And that stop and start, that twitch, that dead leg ability that this guy has, I think that he's untouchable. He's one of the unguardable guys. And not not many guys built like him in the league. It's that Alabama bred, that South Florida stuff. Calvin Ridley, when I watch him play football, it kind of reminds me of an alien.
1: Uh, who is the biggest alien in sports, 888 Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 3776 3776 again, 888 uh, 760 do you believe that aliens do exist I mean, I saw those corpses yesterday, and I'm not 100% sold, but I'll say it's a much better effort than what we got in our U.S. government hearing several weeks ago. I mean, Mexico brought the receipts, or at least the corpses. Okay, like they're there, they're there, and they're 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 tiny but they definitely look like aliens. Uh, Stone was right. They kind of have a little ET look to them. Uh, Maybe paper mache maybe pottery could be real. Who knows? Uh, Who's the biggest alien in sports, and and do you definitely believe in aliens? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Now, Stone... You had a bit of a rigorous morning, uh, and uh, you—you definitely—you had to grind. You went through adversity, as coaches like to say. Your uh, your tire blew out. Did it? Did it go flat or did it blow out on 95?
2: It didn't blow out. Okay. It, it was flat as I was merging on a 95. And if I didn't have my windows down, I don't know how far. Down the interstate, I would have gotten before. I don't know, just running into a rim and sliding off the side of the road. So wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Were you, you were you on the interstate or on a side street?
2: I was merging onto the interstate, oh, that sucks. And, and at that point, I had my windows down for probably the first time in the twenty minutes that I had been driving, and you could hear it. Obviously, it has that distinct noise to it. And I immediately yanked off, and I, I realized, okay, this you has what? to get done.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Rob, <laughs> uh, Rob messages in, by the way, Sam Cassell is the alien. Now, following in the, tr- the Jeanette tradition of athletes who look like aliens, yes, Sam Cassell is the alien. He is the all-time alien of professional basketball. Uh, so – did you um? You, you get over. So if you're merging on, you still were on the shoulder then, right? Yeah. You, okay. All right. Yeah. That. You know what sucks about that is, um, I went through my own car issue several weeks ago. Ugh. I hate being stuck on the shoulder of an expressway especially here in south florida there's always the what if uh, if someone's not paying attention someone uh, blows out a tire and I, I it's it's such a scary feeling to be broken down on the side of the interstate there, there's really very few things to me worse to be quite honest
2: i agree with you luckily it was my back right tire and i was on the right side so oh i yeah. i had a little bit of a shield and yeah. I, you know, I felt like Shia LaBeouf or a member of any of the members of the Holes movie. Just the sun beating down on me. You're, yeah, a- you're
1: just sweating bullets. as I as I
2: crank this thing and try to get this donut on. It was brutal. Hoping I wasn't going to be late, but ended up making it happen.
1: You did, and uh, it's awesome. And you did a great job. And that was going to be my next question. You didn't call AAA. You just did this yourself.
2: That's candy. I didn't have enough time for AAA. I don't trust those folks. Every time I call AAA, it's an hour. It's two hours. It's three hours, and they don't pay us any money. So I'm allowed to say that. But I do it myself. I, I've changed plenty of donuts. I ran over plenty of nails in my entire life. So
1: I'm so is, proud of you. This is candy. I, I mean, such Jeanette, a man. I, I, I what honestly, a man. And I wasn't going to. Um, I wasn't going to give stone crap if he did not change his own tire <laughs> i was i do you i mean Jeanette, can you change a tire mm-hmm. yeah that uh, it's a great and, skill to know and can, you fact, can't see your face i i'm not convinced at all i can't i'm not convinced at I all. i think
3: everybody should know how to change a tire but
1: they don't i that i agree with a hundred percent Should. what is a skill that everybody should know other than changing a tire like we i think we can all agree in this room but what is this skill because i am not handy whatsoever. Oh, um, I was
3: ready to go down like, just like know the difference, you know, of liquor and how it affects your body.
1: Oh no, I mean, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I suppose, yes, that <laughs> That's is something. something. everybody. I needs was talking more like things that can, um, I don't know. Like changing the light bulb. Yeah. Like household activities or everyday life skills, choosing <laughs> and knowing what liquors do to your body. What different you liquors see? is not exactly where I was going, oh. but yeah, sure. Um, but what is, something, what is something that everybody should know how to do? Because I am of the firm belief everybody should know how to change a tire. I am so proud of Stone. I love the fact Jeanette can change a tire. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Marketing Director Courtney says how to write a check. Now, what I'll say about that is yes, if this was 15 years ago. When's the last time, Jeanette, you wrote a check?
3: Uh, bartending. Somebody tried to pay with a check. No lie, I was. Are you serious? Very serious. Take a right, time out. All right, let me out, guess. And they had the presentation. You know, you see it like I did a double take. I remember, and I tapped the other guy. That I was working with. Was hey, look, like, at, look this at this idiot with the check. No, no, no. It, was, it wasn't it was the idiot. It was just like, wait, this is really happening because they, they still had that plastic covering. And you know, they tried to use it as many times because it was like on the last five, like they are getting ready to call the bank for a new book. And wow. they like flipped it over. And I was like, I'm sorry, we don't take checks. I didn't actually know if we even did or not because I've only been bar... It was literally my first shift bartending. But yeah, they uh, they tried. I literally had wow. somebody try to pay with the check.
1: I. I cannot remember. It has been, I, I, this is not an exaggeration, years since I wrote a check. Years. And I know how to write a check. Um, but it has been years since I, I wrote a check. I, I Do people still regularly use checks? Now, granted, I've... I've owned a home, or uh, for quite some time. I even had to pay rent in quite some time. I do remember the days of having to pay rent with a check Mm -hmm. and drop it off at the office. But it has been an absolute. It has been a while, and I have multiple people texting me that I still pay rent with a check. Stone, do you know how to write a check? Yeah, I definitely know how to write a check. It was
2: something that I was taught. I feel like at a certain point, have I done it in a while? No, that's not my responsibility. But I could definitely do it if you slapped it in front of me right now. But nowadays with the phone and all the, the mobile banking apps, you just snap a pic yes. and deposit it right into the account. Right. See, for some
3: reason, I don't trust that.
1: I do.
2: It's I easy. I always go
3: to the bank with my check. and.
1: Oh, now that's a waste of time. No, I do, yeah, it I do is it a that waste way. of
2: time because you can literally turn your phone sideways, right. snap boop, a pic, boop, and the money's front in Front and back,
1: it. and then you upload it, and it's right there. What don't you trust about that? What What's not to trust? It's Apple.
2: Just
3: one of those Quirky things about me amongst many that I just like, I am not one of those It's like, don't trust the system. But for some reason, I guess I'm very protective over my money. I'm like, I'm not going to justify. I can't justify taking a picture and expecting that money to be in my bank account.
1: No. I am without question. We got another Sam Cassell, by the way, from Sergio. Uh, Sam Cassell, the alien of sports. Uh, and again, we're we're in the Jeanette school of just find the weird looking athlete and call them the alien. Very offensive to aliens, if I may say so myself. I found those two Mexican aliens to be quite cute. Thank you very much. And um, thick. And, th- well, E.T., yes, oh. E.T. And, and I did, though, I did call those aliens. They kind of look like Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I have it very right down here. <clears throat> Not great. Um, <laughs> what is what is something that everybody should know how to do? Change a tire around the bo- around the room. Absolutely. Check those boxes. Stone did it this morning. I'm so proud of him. You got raised really, really well. My, uh, my wife... Uh, just texted me, and she's like 20 feet away. Everyone should know how to load and unload the dishwasher unprompted. Cough, cough. Oh, I don't know, classic. She's talking about. All right.
3: I mean, if we want to go that right, everybody should know uh, how to cook a nice meal. Now every once in a while. Yeah. The let's, type let's of wine that compliments said. The type of wine that compliments said. We're taking meal. some
1: liberties with the topic now. Okay. okay. <laughs> 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 what, uh, what is something everybody should know how to do? I am the least handy person ever. I, I'm not good with hammers. I'm not good with drills. Uh, but I can change a tire. I do know how to write a check. 888 760 Social media at KLV 1063. Uh, Stone, are you prepared to uh, tell me and us about the Marlins?
2: I mean, I'm At always all? prepared, Ken. Okay, it's just, just let
1: me know when you really it, want to dig in. There.
2: It's just something that, uh,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I was born to do. I was is, born uh, to who read who is Billy, fish.
1: Is Billy the Marlin thick?
2: <laughs> oh, wow. oh, hell
1: yeah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, Jeanette, I don't even think it's worth asking that question.
3: I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, and better. Be, I mean, now if you're representing Miami, you got to be thick.
1: Billy, Billy is thick 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 more thick than that that fraud TD all right (laughs) all right let's talk about
2: those Marlins Uh folks let's not get out of the park this season with the Miami Marlins Jeanette the look she's giving me right now Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options you can get single game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you a bunch more locking things like priority seating Save a bunch of money on food and merchandise and access to exclusive member events. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There will be promotions, giveaways, all that stuff all season long, not to mention the players. My favorite, Jazz Chisholm, Sandy Alcantara, and Ken's guy, Luis Arraez The single machine. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park. But first, visit MLB.com slash Marlins
1: slash tickets. What is something you absolutely think everybody should know how to do? We've gotten write a check. We've gotten change tires. Everybody on this show knows how to change a tire. It is an invaluable skill. Uh, I learned how to change tires uh, working at a country club, changing golf cart tires. That's how I learned how to change car tires. Wow. Can you change Uh, your
3: own oil? Car oil? No, I can't. I used to do that when I drove my Tahoe.
1: That's
2: badass.
3: Jeanette knows how to change
1: her own oil as well. Holy crap. Stone, can I, you? I, uh, yeah, don't trust me to do that one. Ah, I,
2: I, mean, I, I mean, I've mean, i been taught, wow. like I've been shown, but I couldn't oh, I do it if, if you made me lift up the
1: hood. Yeah, it, I have I have not been shown that. Uh, what is something you think everybody should know how to do? 888 760 888-760-3776. We'll keep taking your calls. And when we come back, it was a non-stop, party weekend for Jeanette in Vegas how did she hold up what did she do how ratchet did she get we'll find out when we come back she is Jeanette Javier the tire change in oil change in Dominique Queen I'm Ken i on live on
0: ESPN 106.3 from the NHR and the Bean studios in downtown West Palm Beach you are listening to Ken Levick alive on ESPN 106.3 Jeanette,
1: I was, I was hopeful that she was going to come back in one piece or at least still uh, still relatively healthy from her, uh, her trip to Vegas. She was part, she was the lone woman in a bachelor party. That's right. The lone woman in a bachelor party out in Vegas over the weekend. And she did indeed make it. And it looks like, Jeanette, with all that testosterone around you, you, you had a pretty good time. I had a
3: fantastic time.
1: What did you do? How did, one, how did this come about? Why are you in a bachelor party or part of a bachelor party? And then what happened?
3: So it's one of my best friends since freshman year at FAU. So nearly mm-hmm. 15 years at this point. And it was great because the whole... Bachelor party is pretty much just all us delinquents from our time at FAU. Okay. Um, And if I were to ever get married, I have two guys from that bachelor party who would be part of my wedding. I would have no idea. Like, do I make them a bridesmaid? I have no idea. Anyways, that... Um, but I, when I was invited to the wedding, they wanted to be traditional, so I'm a bridesmaid. But when I went to their engagement party, they sat me down like parents, and they're like, "Well, if you want to do the bachelor party and not the bachelorette party, you're more than welcome to." I said, "Can I do both?" And boom, I was in Puerto Rico last month, and I was in Vegas and Zion last weekend. Oh, uh,
1: that's really funny. So you, you, but the the future bride and groom gave you two options. Hey, you can be a part of the bachelor party, not the bachelorette party. You can do, and you're like, oh, both, 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 both. That is the most you thing. <laughs> (laughs) That I've ever heard. So, what uh, what did this consist of on week one of the NFL season?
3: So week one, and let me so week one. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, Thursday. We're gonna be in Vegas, sports book. These guys can care two poops about sports. It is oh, the weirdest really? thing. Only Wait, two Stone, of them.
1: Stone, the, Jeanette went out <laughs> as part of a bachelor party for week one of the NFL season with a group of guys who don't give two damns about sports. To Las Vegas on top of all of that. What them. Yeah. in the hell?
3: I was the one who was pushed I pushed us to go to a sports book. I went oh. away. Or I went. They wanted to do di- like a pre-dinner. They wanted to get like apps somewhere. I said, Nah. I got to go to Caesar's Sportsbook to watch the first kick of the NFL on Thursday.
1: Oh my god! It's a shame. Yeah, that it really is a shame. Seems like a little bit of a waste. And even I thought if you don't of like you guys. Sports.
3: I thought of you guys too because one of our Uber rides uh, back from the airport to Vegas. They were like, oh, Circa, that looks like a good hotel. And I was like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) little do they know that that's uh, kind of a trip that we want to plan here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like, Stone, you remember, that's my dream is to just go to Circa and lay at the pool and not do anything and drink tequila and watch football.
2: The time I was at Circa, I never wanted to leave. I I figured, is there a place I can hide? Is there a basement I can sleep in? Or is there a parking garage that I can just stay in here for the rest of my life?
1: I want to go to Vegas. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go to a nice dinner. I don't want to go to a club. I don't want anything. Thing of that i just want to hang out at circa hang out in the pool drink and watch football that's like that, it. That's, that's, that's my it. dream it. oh god so you are the one who who muscled that whole group of men into a sports book and then what happened after that
3: so yeah first night in vegas it was great uh we actually got a penthouse in the alara which is like right behind the Holy strip crap. but the penthouse it was uh five but be- two four six bedrooms and a view mm. of the whole thing we actually saw the spear. The sphere, whatever it is, uh-huh. at night. That thing is freaking Is that thing creepy? What? It is creepy. It, you know. So at first it was beautiful. Uh, Thursday night they had the like the helmet and the turf on the background to celebrate football being back. Oh,
1: that's cool. That's but fine. after
3: that, like once it hits that midnight or one the two AM you see some weird things going, popping off on that sphere. I literally <laughs> stared at it at 5 o'clock. In the morning. First, it was the eyeball, and then uh, what's it called? An astronaut popped out of the eyeball, and then it uh-huh. turned into water. and some, It was weird.
1: Jeanette's like, I don't remember taking pills. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then you, you said you went to Zion, which is in Utah,
3: Yes. Uh, So we did the night in Vegas. We had a fantastic dinner. What happens in Vegas is not going to be told on air. So we're going (laughs) to skip the evening. Uh We'd like Jeanette
1: to stay employed. Yes.
3: Uh, Yes. Thank you very much. But it was it was an awesome time. Uh, One thing I definitely want to note, the theme, because, you know, for the bachelorette party, there's three themes in one day. The only theme that they had for dinner was tuxes and mustaches. So Mm. the way I kind of like feminized it a bit is I wore a white corset, which I was very proud of myself, didn't fit uh, about four months ago. (laughs) So I did that. I wore a black sports back jacket, black pants, and I wore fake mustaches. I ordered literally a pack of fake (laughs) mustaches from (laughs) Amazon, held them in my purse, and every time... uh, Mustaches don't stick well to foundation and makeup, so I found out, so they kept popping off, and I just, again... Replenishing I'm my
2: mustache. Still hung up on the fact that these guys aren't into sports. Yeah, like, no, like, I'm with you. Um, I'm are they,
1: having a hard time getting past are, are, are
2: they big gamblers? No. Then who chose Vegas?
3: They tried. To, well, because we used to party a lot in Vegas. Like, growing up when we went to college, if flights Jeanette's were really
1: Jeanette's life is so much cooler than mine's ever been. Were, were, were they... Ever into sports at no. one point?
3: No, no. So, so, so what is the them.
1: point of going to Las Vegas? Because
3: there's more to Vegas than yeah. just gambling. Stone. Like, I
2: understand that, but at the same time, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna go out and then it's time to get sportsy. Like you're, <laughs> at one point, you, at one point,
3: sometimes we used to go to clubs a lot. We used to go see Calvin Harris. We, we to go to clubs Omnia, SLS. I'm surprised we didn't go see DJ Shaq, who was doing a day party it's there. It's DJ okay?
1: Diesel. Okay. DJ Get it right. Diesel. Maybe oh, they're sorry. big Baccarat fans. Okay. <laughs> Stone. Uh, so I, then you, yeah. you, you guys had the Airbnb. Yes. Uh, we
3: had a beautiful Airbnb. And this was my first time in Utah. I was pretty stoked about it. And then we went to Zion. Said no one ever. I've, I, I'm trying to be more outdoorsy. I, gotcha. I love the East Coast, but I definitely want to see more of the mountains and the big trees and the, the west part of this beautiful country. So I went to Zion and we there's a couple hikes that you can do out in Zion. There's one called Angel's Landing that you need a permit. These guys don't plan anything. If it was a bachelorette party, we would have had 20 different permits. No. So we were like, we can't do that. Uh, The Bachelor, he wanted to do the Narrows Hike, which is a water hike. You're literally walking through water to the point where it gets waist deep and you have to hold the bag up in the air. Oh, that's cool. I'm into that. It's super cool. I fell on a couple rocks because, of course, none of us brought a walking stick. I brought hiking boots for fashion, not considering that we're going to be walking (laughs) in water. water. I have disgusting uh, bruises all over my ankles. Yeah, I
1: noticed there's a a, a big continent-looking bruise on your tricep yesterday. So that's what that's from. Did you see
3: this? Yeah. So that was from falling on a rock uh, because also the, this is the, and the difference between the bachelorette party and the bachelor is the bachelor party was just straight drinking. Like there was legit no stopping. You go to sleep at three o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. you wake up at nine, crack a beer and off you go. Uh, We had two days in this uh, Airbnb in Utah, 144 beers, two handles of vodka and one handle of Jameson.
1: And no sports. We watched the UFC no, fight Saturday night. Okay. We watched
3: the UFC fight Saturday night. So okay. well, that
1: had sports. The the men <laughs> in the equation did not have sports.
3: Um, And that was all consumed by when we checked out Sunday at 11. Um, But yeah, it, it was great. It was just drinking nonstop. My body's not great. Uh, we got trashed. They left us a great review for the Airbnb, which was quite ironic. Surprising. Yeah. But uh, there was a hot tub. We had a great time. And, of course, I took the guys to Costco. So.
1: Oh, all right. So so that's good, Janet. I'm proud of you. I'm proud that uh, you decided to seek out your own sports in a bachelor party full of people that didn't like sports. I'm uh, Stone, I'm hung up on it. Uh, Stone, should I should I take a call or should I take a break and then we'll take the call on the other side before we have Steve?
2: Let's take Jorge as fast as we can.
1: Jorge in Del Rey on Ken LeVica
0: Alive. Hi, Jorge. Hey, buddy, I just wanted to say what she said about Daniel Jones might be something that she might be familiar with. He was on his back the whole night.
2: Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go to a break, hey? What do you, what do you
1: say? What do you say here? What is happening today? Let's. Take I mean, a break. I suppose it's my fault. <laughs> She's Jeanette Javier, the Minute Queen. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.